0: Good morning, Gator Nation. Welcome back to the In All Kinds of Weather forecast. I am your host, Neil Shulman. You can follow me on Twitter at All Kinds Weather, on Instagram at All Kinds Weather blog, and on Facebook and YouTube under the name In All Kinds of Weather. Special guest joining us today in Javion Toombs, a Florida safety. Tons to talk about with him, including a very, very impressive personal journey for him to where he is now. How the Gators offseason has gone so far and what to expect from the Gators in 2023. Before we get to that, though, quick word about our sponsors slash partners. We are proudly partnered with the Gator Good Foundation, the nonprofit organization that sends underprivileged Gator fans to the swamp. If you believe you or someone you know is worthy of the honor for 2023, we are looking for candidates. So please email us at GatorGoodFoundation at gmail.com. Donations, of course, are very much appreciated. So to donate to our cause, please go to our website, GatorGoodFoundation.com and click on the donate button. Second, we are proudly sponsored by Stingray Branding. These folks will put a sting into your marketing and deliver results that will wow your clients. Whether it's web design, logo design, branding, graphic design, social media management, search engine optimization, marketing strategy, or mobile app design, Stingray Branding has you covered. If you or someone you know needs professional help in any of the above, here are three great reasons why you should choose Stingray Branding. Number one, it's a veteran-owned business. You can't think of a much better way to properly thank those who serve our country than by giving the business. Two, it's run by a UF alum and diehard Gator fan. Three, they've got the personal stamp of approval from in all kinds of weather, as they did our new logo, our new website. They did the Gator Good Foundation website. They do the marketing for Gator Collective, they did the logo for Gator Collective, they did the website for Gator Collective, and they do all the marketing for the Charleston Gator Club, and they've still got more Gator-related projects coming up over the horizon. So if you're listening to this podcast and you or your business or brand needs help in any of the aforementioned areas, rest assured that Stingray Branding will more than take care of you. To view their services and rates, go to stingraybranding.com. With all that taken care of, Florida safety Javion Toombs is with us today. He is a preferred walk-on, The emphasis on preferred. There's a difference between preferred walk-on and walk-on. We're going to let him explain that in just a moment. But Javion, first things first, thanks so much for taking time to speak with us today. How's everything going? How's it been adjusting to uh, the spring semester at the University of Florida?
1: How you doing? It's good. Uh thank you for having me. But um the new spring semester has been pretty good. We're easing back into like the routine of things, you know, getting back going. So you know, first week wasn't nothing too crazy, but you know, next week we're gonna turn it up even more.
0: Yeah, syllabus week. I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's all fun and games until work comes on. Mm-hmm. I got you know, I, I got I got memories of that myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so well, we'll talk academics in just one second, but I wanted to uh, set the distinction first, I guess. You're a preferred walk-on and not just any other walk-on. There's a distinction. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about that difference and what it means to you to be a preferred walk-on at Florida? Uh,
1: to be a preferred walk-on, it's like – I mean – it's like you still a walk-on, but, you know, they want you. It's not like you just a random person, like, you know, a random student who is trying to come travel for the team. You know, they, like, call you. They recruit you, you know, same process, you know what I'm saying. So it's, like, good to have that, you know what I'm saying. And then, you know, it, you feel just like a part of the team. Like, ain't no difference, really, you know. So that really mean a lot, like, how they, like, bring you in and treat you the same, you know. It, it's really no difference.
0: Yeah, for sure. That definitely definitely does make sense. Back up one second, though. What, what was the recruitment process as a whole like for you? Because you were you were a pretty good high school football player. I mean, there, there are some, some articles. There are some video clips of you just absolutely tearing it up for Centennial High School. There's a game where you have two pick sixes in a critical playoff game. Like, you were you were a really good high school player. So what was the recruitment process like for you? And why did you ultimately settle – or I guess not settle, but why did you ultimately choose to come to the University of Florida?
1: Um really um so i want to say like a year like i want to say my junior year um This or seventeen tc elite we took a tour like to a whole bunch of uh, colleges around the like southeast you know a little bit into like georgia alabama that area but mostly like schools on the coast like the pretty good school we went to some juco's we went to um some like I think it was like a D2, you know, just different schools, you know, getting a different feel, you know. We had a lot of group of kids. But when we got to Florida, you know, I was like – um, this was still when uh, Dan Mullen was here. So, you know, they still had a new facility being built, all the new locker rooms and stuff, you know. So they showing us the video, you know. And, like, the whole time I'm there, I'm just like, like, Florida. Like, I like Florida. Like, I, I could see myself playing here, you know. But, like, I wasn't being recruited by them at the time. So, you know, like, going into my senior year – um, like, towards the end of the year, like, season was already done, you know, I was uh, verbally committed to Kaiser, you know, that's an NAIA school, um, I didn't really get that many offers Um, out of high school, but, like, I also played at, like, a small school, you know, we we're kind of going downhill, so, you know, but, um, yeah, I was verbally committed to Kaiser, and then um, Lamar Sorry reached out to me, and then he asked, like, was I, like, did I sign any papers, was I committed, you know, and then he started talking to me, you know, about, um how the coaches and stuff like my film they want me to come you know and then he told me like they offered me a preferred walk-on and stuff you know and then um pretty much just seeing when I could get up here like the fastest so then I had graduation on the 24th May 24th and then I enrolled on May 25th so it was like a quick switch you know trying to get me here as fast as possible so you know that was good too.
0: Yeah that's that that is pretty cool to know I mean because you did I mean granted it, it was 8 I think was Centennial mm-hmm, ADA yeah. yeah so but you had I mean you had press article you know you had press you had articles written about you you had you know, there were some highlights on YouTube, on Tomb's pick sixes helps and uh helps, yeah, help Centennial High School uh in, in critical playoff game. I think you were up for I think game ball of of the district. So mm-hmm. there there was some good press about you. It wasn't like you were completely unknown, but you come to the University of Florida, which is the everything school, JV on. I'm sure you've you've noticed that there are there are elite athletes just walking. Among you at all times, because that's what Florida does. There's, I mean, there's, I think, 18 different sports that have won national championships in Florida. So you've got no shortage of top tier athletes around you. So what does that mean to you to be part of what we call the everything school? It's got a, a rich football tradition, but it's also rich in pretty much every other sport there is. What does that mean to you to be part of that?
1: um to be a part of like to be a gator you know it mean a lot because you know you got to uphold the standard you know you got to live the standard you got to keep the standard so being a gator you know like just like always at all times you got to be like on your p's and q's always on top of it you know what i'm saying like no matter who watching no matter who around you know you, you to be a gator is like that's a great accomplishment you know what i'm saying like so you got to live up to that you know just hold the standard
0: yeah, for sure. That's definitely a, a common response I've I've gotten to that question. It's it's it is an it is an elite school. And yeah. school means school, not just the athletics that come mm-hmm. with being part of that school. So everything school means academics too. And Florida is a top five public school in the country. And yeah. from the athletes I've talked to, that's not just a status thing they don't just do that for the non-athletes no there there are rigorous academic requirements for everyone there athletes included and -hmm. i know that uf is genuinely proud of that the way that it educates young men and young women and and puts them into the world ready to make a difference as soon as they graduate so talk to me a little bit more about the academic aspect of being a a student athlete at the university of florida
1: um the academic process i would say is it's, it's a big factor now, especially with Napier coming in, you know, he, he's a big like academic guy. So, you know, every academic is at, like every academic appointment is mandatory, you know, from tutoring, class, you know, study hall, whatever it is, you know, making sure that all the guys, you know, there and stuff. Last semester, we had the highest GPA uh, football team had. So that was like a good improvement to see like his new program, you know, making sure everybody's in class and stuff is working. So that was good. But yeah, uh, academics is like a real big thing here. So it's not like you just coming in here to play football and think the work going to be easy. Like, no, nah, it's the top five university. Like the work ain't changing. So you got to put in the work, you know, in the classroom and on the field. So, you know, just got to stay on top of it.
0: Highest GPA ever yeah that's that's definitely something to be proud of and i know that's that that's not just something that the school again like i you know we we're just talking about a minute ago i know that's not just something like when the university of texas did that when they put out like proudly highest gpa in team history like 2.89 and they celebrated it no florida actually puts its athletes through the academic process like everyone else and they make sure that the students are ready to when their football careers are over when if they decide not to pursue football if they have injuries or whatever that they're ready to go out and make a big difference but it's not easy that's that's a lot of of a time commitment for you so uh just talk to me a little bit about how you go about balancing your time and managing your time with so much expected of you both in the classroom and on the practice field in the weight room etc
1: um i'd say in the fall it's like way more hectic because you know you got more practices, more meetings. You know, like it's way more. It's it's like you gotta manage your time way more. But in spring, it's kind of you still gotta manage your time, but it's kind of easier because you get like the end of your day off. So it's like we work out in the morning. You know, then you got like we work out early. Then you got like your school and like the still morning. Like every like I'll be done before like twelve with all my school. You know, twelve one, and then we have team runs at four. So you know we gotta be back up to the facility. So you're pretty much done with your day by five, but, you know, then you got time for homework if you got that. But, you know, you also got tutors and stuff in class, like in the beginning of your day. So it's like they help you manage your time, but you still got a lot of time by yourself that you got to manage yourself to.
0: And the burden is on you to manage it appropriately Mm -hmm. and responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's college, man. It's preparing you to be a, be a grownup. Um, I mean, you, know, you are, you're over 18. Everyone for the most part is, but it's still an adjustment for you. I'm sure. So um, football aspects, Gator football program we'll talk a little, little bit more about what we're expecting of them moving forward, but just, just as a whole, tell us a little bit about coach Billy Napier and what it's like to, to play for him, to be on the practice field with him. Um, and just to, to be a player for Billy Napier's program, as opposed to the Florida Gators.
1: Um, I can say like uh, Napier is like, uh, he's like a more family guy. So like, He's more about, like, getting to know your teammates, getting everyone together, like, building that good connection. So, like, on the field, you know, you're going you're gonna to play, like, better if you know, like, your brother got your back, you know. So it's like having him there, you know, always emphasizing, like, being together and sticking together, you know, and just, like, being together, you know. That's one of our, um like, our our core values, you know, together, you know. So we always preach and stand together, you know. It's real big, so yeah. So, what are the other core values that Coach
0: Napier really hits hard at?
1: Uh, we got integrity, tough, believe, together, and discipline. Yeah, uh, Yeah, them. Coach Napier talks a lot
0: about how football is about people. Like you were saying, that he he does all these team bonding sorts of things with the players, a lot of coaches will say that a lot of coaches will talk about it in in interviews. They'll say it on recruiting trips to the, to the kids, to their parents. It's one thing to talk about it though. It's another thing entirely to put it into practice. And you're very clearly saying that he does put it into practice. So as someone who's on that team beyond just the team bonding experiences, what sorts of interactions have, have you had with him or that you witnessed him have with someone when the cameras are not on when he's off the field, that makes you really think he he believes what he's um, saying.
1: Yeah. Um. So I say around the last hurricane that hit, you know, um, he was like individually going up to, like, people action like, he was reaching out to, like, anyone, you know, saying, like, if their families were okay, if they needed anything, like, if their homes got messed up, anything he could do to help them, you know, just, like, reaching out to, like, every individual, you know, and that's just, like, one scenario where, like, you know, a hurricane. You know, he trying to make sure everybody's great. You know, everybody, family doing good. You know, not even just like us, because he knew we were great because we were here. But he's still reaching out, trying to make sure our family back at home is doing good. So, you know, that was like a way to see, like, it, like he really do care about us and stuff. You know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's that's awesome to hear. It's it's always, you know, I, as a Gator fan, it's it's great to know that the head coach cares more about the the players as as people than is about what you can do on the field. Um nice. so just I, I guess exact same question, but for your assistant coaches now. So for the coordinators, for the position coaches, not even just yours in the secondary, but just all the other position coaches that are that 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 are teaching slash coaching mm-hmm. these players how to be the best players they can be on the field. What have you seen from them off the field that makes you believe that that they are of these you know of the same mindset of
1: Billy Napier. um off the field you know pretty much like the same thing that uh, napier like emphasizes you know like being together you know just reaching out to someone if they're walking by like just don't like never just walk by and not say anything so you know like well all the coaches all the coordinators you know you walk by they're gonna stop you like hey how you doing you know your day going good like how you feeling you know just like a little quick little checkup make sure everything like flowing smooth. So you know, it's real good. It makes the environment feel like even better. Like you know, like they really make it feel like home here. You know.
0: Yeah. So so I'm I'm smiling from ear to ear as you say this because, uh, for our listeners, in case you don't know this, uh, a, a point of comparison with this staff and the last staff, the a couple exceptions to the statement. Uh, Brian Johnson, the QB coach, is not included in the statement. But for the most part, the players. Did not feel like the coaches truly valued them or respected them. I guess there were maybe another couple of exceptions, but for the most part, they just didn't feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. To coach Coach Grantham was a good example. He would just just walk by players in the hallway, his eyes like straight ahead, just acting like they didn't exist. Um, mm. that, he, you know, that, that's a good reason why a couple of guys that could really play, like James Houston, uh, Andrew Chatfield, wound up transferring. So mm. good to know that this staff does genuinely have some care for you guys, but that's not to say things are easy for you. You know, we talked about the academic aspect. The coaches don't baby you. They don't coddle Mm -hmm. you. There's a line uh, from, from Chris McClellan on a Twitter space a couple months ago where he said, Napier asks a lot of his players and, you know, you go through the same drills as everyone else as Mm -hmm. a member of the team. It's, it's physically exhausting for you. So tell us what kind of things does coach Napier demand of you, as Gator football players that you think may be a little bit more demanding than anything you've ever experienced before?
1: Um, I'd say, like, just the way our schedule's built, you know, like coming in in the morning, you know, then, you know, got to come back in, like, in the afternoon. Then you might even got to come back in later that night. You know, it's just, like, the dedication, you know. He acts in a lot, but, like, you'll see the bigger picture over time, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to have that discipline, you know, to get up and go, you know, you know you got something to do to manage your time well, you know. And then, like, some days, you know, he'll he'll have us come in at, like, a weird time, you know, or, like, say it was a holiday, you know, we still there. Like, even other colleges off, you know, we still going to come in. We might not work out or nothing, but we might just, like, meet as a team just to be there, you know, just to, like, keep that little family thing going, you know. So it's, like, he acts in a lot, but, like, the bigger picture, you know, is going to be worth it.
0: For sure. Definitely can can appreciate that. So uh, speaking of things being difficult, things didn't really go great last year. I think the players are all aware of that. There were good moments like beating Utah and beating Texas A&M and beating South Carolina. I live in South <laughs> Carolina, so that was really great for me. But I... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair to say that 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 the players all know and they they all, they'll be the first to tell you that 6 and 7 is not the Gator standard. It's not a great season. And I think one of the misconceptions that some fans have is that you know, you guys don't know this the way that everyone else does. Like you guys are well aware. You guys are not happy about it. And most importantly, I I'm pretty certain that and you can tell me, you know, more about this, but the guys in that locker room are the angriest about it. They're the least happy about it. They want to do something to fix it and improve on it. So tell me a little bit more about the standards that, that you set for yourself first personally, and that you feel that the team as a whole collectively has set for itself moving forward in 2023.
1: Um, so for next season, you know, I want to go to the playoffs, you know, we want to be playing year round, you know, we don't want a long break in December, you know, I I know it sounds crazy, but we don't want to be home with our family on Christmas. We want to be playing. So to get there, you know, that's the goal, you know, you know, but everybody say that. So, you know, we really trying to put in that work to really get there, you know, but the shift with the team, you know, like last year, you know, it was a lot of like, I want to say like separation, because it was like, it was like, building together, but you know, you still had the Mullen guys, and then you had the Napier guys, so it's a lot of like oh, Mullen did it this way, Napier doing it this, you know, it's just a lot of confusion. So we got less of the Mullen people now, you know, so it's more of a Napier. So, But, like, in the weight room and stuff and when we we'll be running and stuff, you can see, like, the work ethic way different, you know, the barn way better. Like, everybody communicating, like, top guys communicating with rookies that just got in here, you know, walk-ons, talking to everybody, you know. It's just like a bar, you know, like one real big family. So, like, you could really tell, like, the difference from this year and last year, like.
0: That is something that we've talked about on our pod before we've talked about how last year the team was about 30% Napier guys this year it's almost 80% Mm -hmm. Napier guys and a lot of the best players last year there were exceptions to this Ethan White, Ventral Miller, Justin Shorter, Anthony Richardson there were exceptions to this but a lot of the best players were the Napier guys. You know, ETN, Montreal Johnson, Ricky Pearsall, Cyrus Torrance, uh, Kamari yeah. Wilson, Devin Moore, Chris McClellan, Shamar James. So there are a lot of guys that are going to be or a lot more guys this year that were Napier's players. You're mm-hmm. one of them. So you can yeah. definitely speak to this, but what's the difference in the mindset you think of the Napier guys versus the Mullen guys? Is it something that, you think that they've all just bought in to what Napier is preaching, or do you think that everyone Napier picks just comes in naturally with that let's go, let's get it done,
1: whatever it takes sort of attitude? The guys that he brought in, you know, th- them some dogs, you know. Mm. You know? No matter Powerful. no matter what, no matter what, like, they go, I feel like they they work, they're going to be the same. But also, Napier, like, you know, he real big on, like, you know, that type of stuff. So I want to say it's like 50-50.
0: Okay, a little bit of both. That's I guess that's good. So it's obviously you know very early to talk about 2023. We're recording this in early February, but as we just talked about, the DNA does seem to be a bit different. The team is already starting to come together. So from what you can tell so far of the new guys, you haven't really you haven't done spring practice yet. You've just met them and I've, I've worked out them a little bit. But from what you can tell so far, your early Returns on the new guys as athletes are what like Aiden Mizell, like Cameron Jackson, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Damian George, etc. What what are your returns to them as athletes? You said that they're dogs mentally. What are they like physically?
1: Physically, like, <laughs> like what do you mean by that?
0: I mean that I've heard stories that they come in and just absolutely tear it up in the weight room.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like so. Yeah. Uh. So like <clears throat> eight thirty group. That, that's like, that. got all the like new guys for the most part, you know, and that's the that's the group I work out with. But yeah, we go in there, man. It's like it's like a great energy vibe. You know, you got everybody screaming, you know, everybody clapping, you know, they getting their pumps in, you know, we all working, we all getting to it. But now nah, you could definitely see like they want it. Like you could tell somebody like they they really working. Like they pushing themselves to the max, you know, like they giving it their all. So like that's good, though.
0: And they're and they're pushing you too. You are a student yeah. athlete at the University of Florida. You're absolutely included in this statement. So what what kind of impact do, have you already seen it have on you? And what impact do you see it continuing to have on you moving forward to be surrounded with these types of guys?
1: Um Yeah, being surrounded like by even like everybody who who's trying to like get to the same place you are trying to get you know it motivates you to even go even harder you know you going hard but you see somebody next to you working hard so now you going harder that's gonna make him go harder, and then you know everybody just gonna keep going until they at their best you know
0: yeah totally I can i can definitely appreciate and understand that gotta ask you about gator collective switching gears a little bit you are a gator collective athlete gator collective does you know work to create these nil opportunities for students student athletes of all sports what does that mean for you to be a gator collective athlete and what sort of impact has it had on you as a student athlete at the university of florida
1: um i want to say being a part of the gator collective you know like that meant a lot to me, especially being a um, preferred walker, you know, usually most of uh, Gator collective guys are scholarship guys, you know, like top guys. So for them to um, like like let me be a part of it, you know, that just meant a lot, you know, like they see they like see something in me, you know. So that was like a, a great little feeling, you know, feeling that.
0: Yeah, for sure. So last little series of questions we've got we like to finish up our shows with our guests with a quick series of questions called the lightning rounds we got a bunch of these so we'll go we'll go rapid fire so first one what is your pregame slash pre practice meal of choice
1: pregame i'll be eating two little bites and then the little like these Gatorade them, you know, before we in the locker room, before we put on our little warm up gear, you know, I'm going to grab me my little two bags of little bites, my Gatorade, and then I'm going to grab me a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and that's going to do it for me.
0: All right. Peanut butter and jelly, two little bites and a can of Gatorade. Not bad. Um, So how do you recover from a hard practice slash game? What's your recovery method?
1: Um, We got the text in our locker. You know, that's my biggest. I'm not really a cold tub guy, but uh I've been starting to get in there a lot more so either colt tub or normal tip books
0: all right can't go wrong with that I've heard other players say the same thing so that's definitely definitely becoming a theme there uh what is your favorite Gator jersey color combo ooh all orange all orange, orange. okay how about it a-
1: no what what is it about orange for you i think it's just the like, it stands out, like, it's our it's our most, like, bright, you know, it stands out. It look, Like, you know, like, NFL color rush, they give, like, that yeah. type of vibe, you know, little orange, orange, orange. But um, next year, you know, we're supposed to be getting black uni, so I that's, that's my favorite, the all black, all black.
0: You're a fan of the black uniforms. Yeah, I'm a fan of the blacks. See, I wasn't a fan of them when I first heard about it. Like my, my take on this is it's the same reason I don't like the white helmets or the like wearing white pants because university of Florida's colors are orange and blue and we should be showcasing them whenever possible. Like I get having white numbers or I guess like white pants sometimes to, you know, not blind people, but I mean, orange and blue are our colors and we should show them off. And it's the same reason I hated those gator scales that we wore in 2017. But then Coach Napier comes out and says, we're doing this as a as a salute to service. We're doing this to to show our appreciation and respect for those who serve our country. And like that's he he just Napier has this way of just taking things that people may not love and giving them a reason to love it. Like I feel like that's a very good quality of his. Yeah. So, uh, what, what about when Florida's on the road, though, and they have to wear white jerseys?
1: Mm, I'd say white jersey, orange pants, orange helmet.
0: Okay, so the vanity combo from last yeah, yeah, year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vandy combo.
0: Okay. Um, so, who is the funniest guy on the team?
1: Funniest guy on the team? I would say uh, Jordan Young, but he just hit the portal. Um, next up would be. Oh no, um, I don't know. That's that. I don't know right now. I can't think right now. No, nah, ain't nobody funny like him, though. All right,
0: fair enough. Gator is gonna be missing. Uh, a- no,
1: actually, Cam Jackson, the uh, the new guy. Yeah. Yeah. He is so funny. He too funny. Yeah.
0: I could get that vibe from him. We just had him on a couple of weeks ago. I definitely could feel that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, this isn't really, wasn't a scheduled question, but just talk about like how quickly you've and and the other new guys have become friends. Like how easy has that been for y'all to just become, to become to, I mean, talk to about family. So how quick and easy has it become for y'all to just form that brotherhood with each other?
1: A well, majority of them uh, took, like, a couple visits here. So, you know, we already got to, like, connect before. And, you know, when the recruits here, you know, we we always talk to them, trying to get to know them, you know, just, like, trying to build that family, you know, trying to show them what it's like here. So, you know, we already knew, like, of them and stuff, already had conversations, you know, already, like, you know, ate with them and stuff, you know. So it was already, it was already like, you know, a good bond. And then once they got here, it just clicked even better. So, you know.
0: Yeah, it's always it's always great to hear that. You always love to hear about how guys are are truly brothers and truly you know together as opposed to just hearing it but like not seeing any real proof of it. So uh what, what has been your favorite moment slash your best moment as a Florida Gator so far?
1: Mm-hmm. I'd say Utah game, maybe. When we got that pick, you know, everybody just like seeing the crowd go crazy, you know. You know, that was just a great feeling, you know. It was sold out, you know, everybody there screaming, ooh, 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 you know, like, yeah, we won. Like, you know, it was just a great feeling. And I'm pretty sure that was the home opener too, right? Yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Yes. So yeah, that was just a fight. I know that was my first game in the swamp. So like it was just a a, a great experience, you know, could never forget that.
0: Great introduction you had there. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, what, what do you personally want to improve upon in 2022? And, and just more generally, what do you think that the team collectively wants to improve upon in
1: 2023? Um, I'd say like collectively as a defense, you know, we want to, probably give less yards. You know, we, we allowed a lot of uh, yards last year. You know, a lot of them on third down and stuff. You know, just, like, you know, locking in and buying in so we don't got to give up no third down and stuff. You know, it was pretty good on first and second down. You know, third down was really our biggest, like, issue. Like, third, I don't know about fourth, but I'm pretty sure. Third, third was bad. I know that for sure. So, you know, just locking down, you know, that one more down, you know, get that three and not, you know, that for sure. And then offense, you know, we want to put up more points on the board this year.
0: For sure, yeah. I mean, everyone always wants to improve. That's just that. I mean, that's just how you get better as football players in this team Even if you, I mean, like even if you're Georgia, just went fifteen and zero. There's still some things they can do better. So they're always you know striving to do the best they can possibly do. So, last question for you, Jb. On we've definitely enjoyed having you, but got to end by, I guess, painting the the complete picture of of you and your your situation and your goals. So. As a preferred walk-on, you know that you're not guaranteed a scholarship. Some preferred walk-ons do eventually earn them. I guess the most notable recent example is Stetson Bennett at Georgia, but oh. it's not a guarantee. You, you got to work for it. So that's, I mean, that that's just currently where you are. And Florida is an SEC program with quite a pedigree. So you know i've heard interviews with you before where you talk about betting on yourself you want to bet on yourself the, with the ultimate bet that you can go in and make something of yourself at the university of florida so what exactly does the university of florida and what exactly does the florida gator football program have in jv on Tombs?
1: okay okay um so i sound like i'm, a, I'm like a playmaker like a ball hawk. you know like You know, that's always what I've been good at, you know, like getting the ball out, you know, forcing turnovers, you know, just being that, like, impact, you know, that, like, energy, you know, the good vibe, you know, like, that's just who I am, you know, I feel like wherever the ball at, I'm gonna get it out, you know, that's just, that's just what's in me, I'm gonna try to go get that ball out.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, well. Javion it's definitely great to to get to know you a little bit better, get to learn a little bit more about you know, your background and your situation. I think Florida's got an, an excellent young man in, in Javion teams right here. They're very lucky to have you as part of the program. I know you're going to have impact on this program that are going to be felt throughout the offseason just by getting to see what kind of person you are. And You bet on yourself. I'm rooting for you. I'm betting on you. I'm sure that you're going to do everything you possibly can for this Gator football program. And I'm hoping and I'm rooting for you to see you on the field making some plays.
1: Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course, man. So
1: stay healthy, do what you got to do, and we'll see you soon. All right? So Appreciate it.